Welcome to the wonderful world of Gumball. I think I gave this dude pause already. I'm just going to say pause just because it deserves pause right there. But I gave this. This guy had the worst flight experience ever because he sat next to me on the flight home. Why? <laughs> because first off, right? <laughs> Anybody who knows me, well, we're going to leave that for the universe to decipher. But I misjudged my seat. What do you mean? So Delta said, <laughs> I didn't look at the map correctly, clearly, the, the map. Um, the, air, the, the seating, the seating yeah. yeah. So I said, so I thought that I chose the exit, um, like the aisle for emergency exits. So because you get the little extra leg room in okay. those, um, on those aisles, yeah. right? But you can't go back. Then. I don't care about going. I don't, I, I, okay. I sleep sitting up. Okay. But that's far. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. But this flight. Only the seat closest to the window had the extra leg room. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have the extra leg room. Mm -hmm. And I bought something to eat. I don't usually eat on flights. Mm -hmm. I usually go straight to sleep. I was like, I got this leg room. I'm about to be comfortable eating my burger on this flight. Mm -mm. No, I had the, the owl seat. And, and it was a Which three seat. Which your choice of seat. So that's, that's, that's a given. Because you don't do window seats anyway. So Sometimes depends. it depends. If I, if I got a full row to myself, I'll take the window. Well, I think that's a that's an understanding of how you understand the flight is. But most of your stories, for the most part, you are yeah, I mean, in I'll, absolutely. an aisle seat. And it was a three-seater. So there was a guy in the middle. Oh, man. Oh, it's too many. There's too many people already. And I did not care. I was like, you know what? I'm about to demolish this burger right now. Are and you're going to be uncomfortable, bro, for a couple of minutes. And that's okay. But I felt so bad. I did not. No, I, I think now that I'm here, mm -hmm. I kind of feel bad because I was pissed. Like, you fat fucker. Why you got to eat now? Like, now? In this uncomfortable-ass economy seat, you going to sit there and eat your fuck you. That's what I would have said about it. That's what I was saying in my head. I just want to say, Greg, like, I think that you do need more help with booking the seats that you choose. But you also, like, be booking... You always be feeling bad for somebody or like, I don't want to, you need to be able to be comfortable. You also have to travel. You also got to do your things. Like you need to stop. You but no, to stop I thought I, this was, this was the time where I fucked. This is Greg fuck up. Yeah. But I think you, you but you, you're already telling me you're an economy. You need to start being an economy plus Greg. For what? Comfortability automatically. Those seats are still uncomfortable. Yeah. And that is the city of wherever we record at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was crazy. I hope that comes through on the playback. <laughs> <laughs> I pray it comes through on the playback because okay. that's crazy. Mm -mm -mm. Um, no, I don't care about that. Um, and yeah, I don't. Oh, can I tell you another funny story? Mm -hmm. Well, you you was there for this story, so I got on the plane going to where I was going, mm -hmm. and. I fell asleep as soon as my my ass touched my seat. Mm -hmm. So we ain't even deep, like we ain't even like load out or anything like that. So I'm already, I wake up, 
I was like, dang, that was a quick flight because we all getting off. It's 30 minutes later. I'm like, no, we're deplaning. I said, excuse me? What, what, what happened? I was like, oh, shit, I. Right. So I get off the plane. I go to um, to the people at the desk. It was like, hey, so what happened to the plane over there? No lie. Um, the plane broke. You broke the plane, Greg. Greg broke the plane. Greg got on the plane. He broke it. My thing is, you could have made up any lie. We have technical issues. Um, there was a leak in the fuel pump. A tire, the plane broke. That's easier than that's mad specific. You that's what, that could still be under the umbrella. Of that's what you that want to hear as a, as a consumer getting off an airplane. Mm-hmm. The plane broke. Yes, they knew that before we took off. I didn't want them to figure out the plane broke. So, you, so you was stop. okay with the plane broke if you that was your response? I think that because I was cracking the fuck up. I was like, so what did and you wanted them to be more specific? I just felt like you. I could have. You could have gave me. Anything that they did, they gave you exactly what they wanted to give you. The plane broke. Yes, I don't want to explain to you that there's a piece in there that we need and it came off, and I don't need to explain that to you. It broke. Technical difficulties, issues. Okay, it, so maybe don't be mad broke. at what happened. Be mad at the person, the messenger. You don't. I like don't because ca- I don't care what happened. Okay. Thank you for getting me off that plane. Mm-hmm. It probably wasn't safe to fly. Amen to Jesus. They did not. And honestly. my next flight going to where I was going was even a better flight because I got the whole back row to myself. It was Wait, great. So like, you got your food going, so you ate. But this is on the way back home. Oh, this is on the way back home. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Going there. That was just another okay, the plane. Baby, you just gotta be better with choosing your seats. Just help me. Let me just help you do. What do you mean choose? I didn't choose any wrong seats. Well, the second time I did, but I, I just misjudged. It was alright. Shout out to you. Whoever I'm supposed to be shouted out. I'm screaming. Uh, where is it? All right. Banter. Hi, Gigi. Banter. Okay, so the banter question for today is she is on one today, y'all. Like, I don't know if y'all can feel the energy here. I love Craig and he's just not loving me today. That, that that's what we're going with. Yeah, that's how that's what we're going with. Oh okay. absolutely. Greg is not loving today. Not me. You not it's like her. every time we just... not her. Let's not come continue. Let's do, let's do that. So banter question for today. What is what is an experience that you've had? That you would recommend someone else have. I'm sorry, y'all, because I knew me like before and with the things that I would say, and I know me now, and it just makes me like cracks me up. Um, I think that uh, skydiving. Really? Yeah. I think this is a it's a very exhilarating feeling. Um, I don't know. I liked it. I've done it twice so far, and I'm probably open to doing it again. Um, <laughs> I like it. Like I'm like terrified. I'm terrified up until the moment that I go and I have to let go, and I'm just like, and I feel it, and then it's like. It's like I'm a bird. I'm like a bird. I wanna fly away. Yeah. 
What if the dude whispered in your ear, no, let me tell you about that. The second time, the first time I went skydiving, I went with a guy that's like probably like six something. Where like when we, because we're hooked onto each other, when because you're you're skydiving tandem. That I was like my back was his ball, like because <laughs> I'm so short. So like when we're like when we're finally like extended, like my back is where his ball is at. Cause I'm a short person. Dancing with you in the club got to be very difficult. It's not because I know how to act it. I'm because I'm. You gotta have really good knees. No, you don't. No, maybe. I'm not. You get. I can find it too. You are getting low. Unless you're short. I've I've figured it out. Dancing with kneecaps. Or I can dance on my tippy toes. I can dance on my tippy toes too. I have. I mean, most of the men in my life are super tall. Like, are always taller than me anyway. Mm-hmm. We, fi- we figured it out. I mean, you're the same size when you're laying down. No, I'm not talking about laying down. I'm talking about when we outside. Like, oof. Oh, it just got me, like, a little tingly. Like, oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, skydiving. Yeah. Nice. What about you? I got two. One would be ziplining. I thought ziplining, like, a real ziplining joint where... You're like in a jungle. Yeah, you can't really. You, the only way to get down is to to finish the the course. No, fuck that. That's that's impossible. That shit was amazing. You there there. I know there's people that said no. I don't see how you got back down. Cause I said no. <laughs> <laughs> and they started off with the small joint. Be like, look, it's easy. You can do it. Yeah. Then right after that, nope, you going miles. And that junk was. Accelerating, like it was like amazing. Also, you know, like there's an end, right? Like it's not like it's not a continuation of, like even like when I'm, I'm, I'm jumping out of the plane, like it's not like I'm gonna just continue to fall. Like eventually, I'm gonna get to the ground. For sure. Yeah. My second thing is, fellas, eating pussy. Tell them, Greg. No, get a foot job. That shit is amazing. Yo, You've don't. Been around a lot of. Okay. Yo. It is different. Yeah. Only if the like pedicure nice, nice foot. That. Mm-hmm. Could girls like toes? Hmm. Could, could if a if it would you let a dude toe you? Put their toe in my vagina? No. <laughs> like what if they go with they like? Every man don't get their toes done like that. Niggas have but what if they did? Their toes. What if what if that like, was somebody's? Key? Let me tell you. I mean, cause I've 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 used my feet to jerk off a man before. I, I, so, but you wouldn't let a dude tell you. No. 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 Why not? No, athletes, but I don't want that in my vagina. How was that? What? What if they get their feet done regularly? Don't matter. You still don't mean your feet don't stink. Just means it's, it's a pedicured foot. I'm not even telling you that your feet stay at this point. I just don't want it in my vagina. So just just foot is just no for you. I just feel like it's different because for a man it's an outer layer, like right, like so you. But for a woman, it's inside of them. So whatever, anything that you have on your foot or you whatever you have on your foot. Same thing. We have an opening. It's gonna that that's gonna go inside of our vagina. Now think about you now fucking your foot inside of my vagina, and now I'm gonna have some 
some type of like thing just going on. It's gonna smell crazy. I'm just saying, like I don't know, and maybe that's the thing. Like some people love each other so much, they want everything in they in their body. I get it, but I don't want it. I don't like it. So Gigi would not like to be told. Don't put the toe in there. Mm-mm. I think it's different. All right. <laughs> toad. Don't get toad, but fellas, foot jobs. Try it out. Well, I'm just saying that you have you have either underestimated the thought process of this woman. You don't think I prepare? This is too much. This is every week, bro. Of this conversation is that I'm right and y'all wrong. Group, 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 For the look, like nigga, you gonna stop? Gigi, where's the love? Where's the love? That's right. Here. Welcome, everyone, to Convo 143 of just a conversation with Greg and Gigi. I'm the person that talks first. Group, 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 G. And I'm joined by the person who claims she loves me. Gigi, You know you got fans. I don't like that. You think so? I know so. Oh, thank you. Ew. Um, how are hi, you? everyone. How you doing? Yeah, actually, how were you doing first? You just gonna start talking? That's how conversation works. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's start over. Go ahead, do it. Hi, Gigi. How are you doing? Hi, Greg. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I feel like I, this gonna happen anyway. That's <laughs> what you know. I can't mess with her today. No, Seriously. I'm totally fine. I'm, I'm open oh. to all the, all the things today. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Um, well, no, I'm actually not that bad. I'm actually, I'm actually pretty good. Um, you know that's why. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay again. I think I needed to um, reset, and I, and I got it. And I'm happy about that. Um, Somebody pressed the reset button in her back. Um, th- okay, quick. Maybe I'll use this over another, maybe a topic. I don't know. Office romances, like, or like workplace romances. How do you feel about that? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm iffy about it, like, because... It depends on the job, one, and it also depends on the two individuals. I would say you can't stop love, that's one, but two, if you're both subordinates, like if you're on the same level, be my guest. But if you know someone is, I don't know, if you know somebody's going to be up there and they're eventually going to be your boss or boss to, I don't, I never agree with supervisor to subordinate. Mm. I don't care how you look at it. It's going to be manipulation on some level. But what if they're not your direct supervisor? Nope. Still, still a no for me. 
Understood. Um, I'm a little indifferent to it, but I also was like, you don't really want to shit where you eat because sometimes, like, if it's good, it's great, it works. Mm-hmm. It's when it's not, or you don't want it to continue. That but you want to work with your partner. Um, in our own business ventures and not as someone else's. And there's a difference? Yes. Okay. Um, because if, it, like I said, if it works out, great. But mm-hmm. it's when it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That can make things weird in a workplace. You know, they can make things weird at home? What? What do you mean? If you're working with your partner. That's different. Because we're working for our business. That's a different commitment. We're making our money. So there's certain understandings that we have because, put it like this, I can always find another job. Mm-hmm. Once we go into business together, this is my money just like as much as your money. Mm-hmm. The idea of what we need to do in order for us to excel, yes, we're going to have good days, bad days, and different days, days where we need to probably learn how to communicate more. But we understand that there's a business at hand. We can work towards that. But when you're working with somebody else's money, some people don't care. As much. Because I could go, go find another I think job. that's a very surface way of looking at it. Just show me deeper. Like, if at the end of the day, you're still working together, you're going to have differences no matter no matter with, no matter matter whose money you're it's spending. Different. It's different when it's my money. Than when I don't think so, because even if we have a disagreement about how we spend our money on our business, mm-hmm. there is still a disagreement there. Yeah, but that's different when we're talking about somebody else's money that really technically doesn't affect us. It's, I, I don't think that's... Don't yes, think it that's, is. It that money doesn't affect me. Like, the decisions that we make on this business will affect us, our household, or whatever we're trying to do at this point. This doesn't affect me. Our paycheck affects Why us. Why doesn't affect you? Because the money that we are doing for the company doesn't... That's not our paycheck. But, but why do you think that is the end-all, be-all? That's not. So, if you want to work with your partner... and. I'm just trying to get a clarification here. You're confusing me. Because okay. you're saying that offense romance, right? And I'm going to, let's, can we can we just automatically say husband and wife? Automatically? Yeah. But that's, I, I wasn't talking about that, though. So so are you just talking about a surface level relationship? Yeah. Something that, like, is, is temporary. Like, that's what I said. Like, And my thing is, I was talking about both ends. I said, when it's good, and it's good. When you, we married, and this makes sense. Like, I've had, I've seen it. I've had it. I haven't had it. But I've seen it, and I've seen it work. I've seen two CEOs. I see a CEO and a, a CTO, I want to say. I don't know. He's worked with the technology two side. Two chiefs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they and they were married, and they worked for the same company. I, still, I saw it. I, I get that. I'm not saying that it can't work. Yes, but that's at the point where, yes, it, be, it started off as something. It, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when it's good, we know that narrative. We've seen it. I'm talking about when it's not. I'm talking about so, when... So, in that scenario, I'm just I'm just trying to get you to see something here. So, in the scenario with the CEO and the CTO, the two chiefs that are in a relationship together, right? Mm-hmm. They're working for somebody else. They're somebody else's... They're, they're a company's CEO mm-hmm. and CTO, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say that they disagree on a merger. Because usually all chiefs got to agree mm-hmm. for a merger to happen or something like that. Something big, mm-hmm. right? And it's because of ethics. They was like, no, this is wrong. One says this is wrong. Other person's like, we should go for it. And they get and they butt heads about this to the point where they bring it brings they bring it home with them. Why? Because it, it's it's uh usually in a in a question of ethics, and, and I did say that in a question of ethics, it's usually going against your morals, going against your moral beliefs. Mm-mm. I think that 
to fully be able to, I'm not saying that it doesn't always happen, but I think that when we, when, when you are in a relationship with two bosses, I think that there should be a respect level where in order to maintain something as healthy as, not saying that you won't have conversations about work, but for the most part, I think you should be able, you need to be able to separate that. For sure, I agree. And, but that's what I'm saying. It's different when we're doing a business together because it actually involves our financial stability. It, it, it also involves our emotional investment, our, our talents, our things where we're putting into it. When it's other people's money, it's different. We just getting a paycheck. When it's our money, it's different. I don't, I don't believe that, especially when it's your career. It's not just yeah, a job. Yeah, but your career could be your business. And I'm saying if your career is, if your career is your business, then... Especially if you start a business together with your partner, it's impossible. I don't see. Let me not say it's impossible. I think people can work together, be and be in. I think people can be. You can work with your partner. It can happen successfully. I'm not. Yes, that's that's not happened, what I'm saying. Yes. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it is also possible that you working with your partner can lead to negative things happening in your relationship too. Yeah. Just like an office romance. That's okay. So that, that I think that you, I, I don't know. You kind of jumped to different places because it kind of starts off with, like, let's bring it back. Mm-hmm. Office romance usually is like two people that find each other attractive. Sure. Right? right? We may be in the same field, maybe not in the same department, maybe in the same organization, maybe not even in the same position. Right? It starts off like that. Um, and as the two individuals get to know each other, they... One may decide to like one more than the other, or there could be a mutual like at at point, at one point. But then there sometimes becomes a moment where that can escalate, where they find that they are very in tune, they want to continue to date, they become exclusive, they may become boyfriend and girlfriend, evolve, fiance, married, every day we see we see right off into the sunset. But then on the other hand, there is that situation where you kind of get to the point where you know. You do find them attractive. You do kind of start talking to them, but then you find out you're not really feeling them like that. It's not really something that you you want to continue. And I think that's when it becomes a little weird because obviously one person is still, you know, maybe more into the person than the other. And now we're still in this work environment. And I think that's why it's like, Sometimes you really have to vet the situation before you dive in because it kind of, well, no, because sometimes people could become really good friends even though it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, we don't like each other like that, but we can be great friends. So that could be something that could happen too. But I, I can see how it can get weird or someone feels rejected or things like that where it does come into play with different supervisory roles or what positions play into it because you don't know how that may affect anyone, Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the if the person is in a higher position, they don't know if they may get in trouble for it or if the person is in a lower position. They don't know if they may get reprimanded for it. You know, so it's just like it's a bittersweet type of situation where I think that office romances are probably where a lot of people, well, some people um, find their significant other. And I think that's amazing. But then at the same time, I think that office romance is sometimes like. It's just better for me to just have a crush than to really like do something about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you do like tap into it, it's it's never the same. Like it don't it don't look it don't look it. You know how like what you bought and what you got? That's what usually happens. No, I never never had office rooms. No. Me either. 
Um, okay. Sorry, Greg. How are you? I'm chilling. Um, same shit, different toilet. Same shit, different week. Okay. Had some shows. Went great. Work is winding down. Holiday season is upon us. And I love that. Yeah. I'm I think just saying, the like, they just give you just some more don't time. I like the holidays. I, I, well, when when I said I love that, I mean, like, in, in the idea when you say, like, winding down, meaning, like, you know, you have, like, more free time. Oh, for sure. Of, like, relax like that. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, but, yeah. Really looking forward to next two weeks. Okay. Last show. Um, then. I don't happy days. have a ugly sweater yet. Me either. Right. I'm trying to think of what's going to be the consequences if somebody don't show up. With one. I'm screaming. You got to have one. You said I do? You got to have a consequence if you don't show up with an ugly sweater. Uh, I'm thinking about printing somebody's face on a shirt. That'd be fucked up, right? Mm, no. It just depends on whose face it is. I know, right? I yes. think you honestly thought it was going to be you? No. Oh, that would be an ugly ass sweater. Love you, Gigi. Yep, great. You want to hop into some T-O-P-I-K? Sure. And I spelled that wrong again. That's a K instead of C. That's okay. Me. Doesn't matter. I'll go. Okay. Um... Messages. So, my topic is traditions. You know, we're in the holiday season. Um, no, I wrote something down. Okay. You should make your um, Good job. Shut up. Uh, and, yeah. Overarching thoughts on, on traditions. Do you like them? Do you believe in them? Do you think you should carry them out? I think it really depends on the person okay. um, and how you grew up. Some people don't have traditions. Mm-hmm. Some some people have created their own traditions as they've grown older, you know, something for them. Um, but for me, so when I think about tradition, I think about, like, family and, like, are my family in the past couple of years kind of like the dynamics of it changed with a lot of the passing of the people that I've had in my life so it's like it hasn't traditions have like kind of they haven't they've kind of fell apart like nobody's really keeping up with it like everyone's kind of like doing their own thing um but what I love to do it I'm indifferent to it mm-hmm. um but then when I think about me, like, getting older, I would like, I like the idea of tradition because it's something that you can always go back to. Like, it's not something based off a calendar. It's something that, you know, you, that person, those group of people, or that event has been so monumental to you that you're able to go back. And whether it's something as simple as, I don't know, lighting the candle or extravagant as, I don't know, going on, I don't know, vacation. That's what I want to do. So put that out there. Um, 
I think I like the idea of traditions, but mm. I haven't been doing it for a while. What about you? Like the idea of traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, as you was talking, I was trying to figure out where's my stance on this. Okay. Um, and I think I'm going to lean on. I don't like them. Don't really care for them either. Um, I don't want yesterday to be the same as today. But that that doesn't make it a tradition. Like I think. That, that that's not what tradition means to me. Well, okay, so you might have your definition. Like, I think about the certain things that I see that you do with Ava every year. That's tradition, Greg. Like what? Hanging up the stockings, putting up the tree. Like, um, like it's just certain things that you guys do. Gotcha. So it's like it's something that no matter what, whether you like it or you don't like it or you're indifferent to mm-hmm. it, um, it's something that's installed in her. That's something that she looks forward to every year. For sure. Understood. So, I can see that you're indifferent to it, but it's something that you. I, I've seen that you. There's certain things. There's certain things. Course, I think there's certain seasons things, that you, you do. There's traditions that you go along with for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I still doesn't change if I don't care for them. Okay. Um, want to read this? I don't know story. Okay. Whatever. We here now. And I want you to tell me what you think the moral of the story is, right? Okay. So, a mother and daughter was preparing Thanksgiving dinner. The mother began to prepare the ham, and to do so, she cuts the ends of the meat um, to put the ham in a pot. Right? So think about the ham. She cuts each end off, put it in the pot. The daughter asks, Mom, why do you cut the ends off the ham before putting it in the pot? The mom responds, you know, I don't know. It's just been a tradition that your grandmother taught me. Let's ask her why. The daughter goes and asks her grandmother the same question, and the grandmother responds, Child, I don't know either. We got to ask you Gigi, her great-grandmother. Gigi, great-grandmother, had the answer. The tradition began when Gigi's mom had to prepare the ham and didn't have a big enough pot to put the ham in, so she cut the ends off to make it fit. The daughter then said, so why do we still do it if we have a pan to fit the ham? We're wasting meat. The woman looked at each other puzzled. What do you think the moral of that story was? Um, that traditions can change, but traditions are learned. So sometimes, like, Ooh, that's a good one. as you can see, how like the Gigi knew the story, but the grandmother had no idea. She mm-hmm. just followed what she knew, yeah. and what she knew is what she saw and what she was taught. And she would do the same thing for her daughter. And because she never asked, and, and some, some people don't ask. Some people are individuals that are like, this is just something that we do every year. I don't know why we do it. There's no it's reason about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that like that actually ask questions to know. So fortunately for that story, that they had several generations still alive be able to have that conversation with it. But some people really don't know why they do the things <laughs> that they do. Yeah. Um, what else did I get from that? Uh, sometimes uh, traditions stem from moments like that, mm-hmm. um, from moments where you didn't have or you made it work or something tragic or triumphant happened. And at that moment, you just believed that that was something that you wanted to install in your generation's like after you yeah. right so yes you may still have the full pop but there's gonna be that moment where you don't and you'll always have those two pieces now throw it in the pot if you want to 
That's fair. But it's always that remembrance of that moment where she made it work with what she had. And Absolutely. everybody was still able to eat. So I don't know what you got. No, that was good. That's a good one, too. Um, but like you, I think the first one, I think people blindly follow traditions. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't care for traditions. I don't agree or disagree with them. I just think it's important to understand why things are the way they are sometimes. And sometimes there is no reason. And that's fair, too. But some traditions, when people blindly follow them, it just makes... Some traditions to me just make no sense. And like that little girl, we're wasting we're wasting meat now for what? Like we, we don't have to do that. We got this big ass pot now. We can fit two hams in here. Why are we wasting Yeah, but you can still cut it and still put the meat in there, right? It's just the idea of it's just the remembrance of the people before. No, like, but it yes, was we, they was throwing it they was throwing it away. Wasting meat. I'm telling you that like I get that. Oh. But I'm just like, but then she can create that tradition where she still saves the meat. Like everybody is throwing away the meat, and not but that's not tra- that's not your tradition. The tradition is to throw it away. No, the tradition is was you cut it because you couldn't fit it in the pan and throw it away. It wasn't mean that you couldn't cook it if you didn't want to. That's no. The tradition no, no, is the to tradition cut it was and throw you cut it, away. it. You cut it because it couldn't fit, not because you didn't want to cook it. They didn't say throw it away. They said throw it away. We're wasting meat. Well, I don't waste meat. Cool. Second one, wow. Second thing I got from it was, I feel like, especially in the black communities, we mask generational poverty with the word tradition. Give me more. So, think about how she had to cut the ham so it could fit in the pot. To me, and this is just my brain, mm-hmm. but that means you was less than you did. You had less than mm-hmm. like you had to make it work. That's usually what we always got to do. We got to make it work. Okay. Um. To where you would hope, um, well, yeah, my hope is that, like, generations from now, uh, they they don't got to live paycheck to paycheck and stuff like that. So, any tradition where it was a money saver or, um, but, it, like you said, it turned out to be a happy moment, I don't want that to be no damn tradition. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think that, and I think that's where we... We miss we, we have a misconception about traditions. Like they can evolve, Greg. You can you can still maintain traditions, but still understand that we have evolved with times. Like we're not still back in those times. That we understand that life has changed. The access to technology, to even uh, any type of thing so, that we want, we have access to. So I think that just in the remembrance of the idea that you still do it, but you still have a finesse to it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like yes, we still cut the two. The two pieces of meat. Maybe we don't going forward next year throw them away. Maybe we do save the meat. Like it's, it, I think that the idea is that you you're stuck in the idea that tradition is you have to do it this way in order for it to stick. And I'm just like, that is usually, no, that's what because means. as generations happen, things evolve, and people want to be able to celebrate it or interpret it or perceive it or be able to do what they want to do in in their own remembrance part of it. I can see where this is about to go. What you're saying is not wrong. Okay. But that is not what tradition usually is. Tradition usually is doing the same thing over and over again to remember the time of what happened when it first happened. I guess, but you can still tweak it and still remember tweaking, the time. Tweaking doesn't... If you tweak a tradition, that's not the tradition. It still could be. It can't. That's not... No, you, okay, that's so, a new tradition. Because I'm going to put this to you and... because. The tradition is as strong as a person that is te- is showing or teaching to the person before. Say right? it one more time. The 
tradition is as strong okay, gotcha. as the person who is getting that information being taught or learned before. Okay. Right? So if I have, you see how, when you were telling the story, how there was one generation that had no idea why this was even a thing, and they just did what they were told. Yep. Then you had one generation that asked questions that they understood, or they were present to be able to see what was happening, and how they had different reasons of why they did it, but they did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Didn't change the evolution of her daughter was still doing it, not because she couldn't save the meat, was just because that's how her mom taught her to, how to cook the ham. Okay. I don't understand where you're getting at. Because they she followed the tradition. Yes. But now she's the, understood. It's the same that tradition. Now that they have now had this understanding. Now it's of time to tra- change the tradition. But it can still or go be, away. Actually, you're going away from the, um, the, the it can tradition. It'll still be the same tradition, just tweaked. No, it's not the same Everything tradition. Everything evolves. Everything evolves because time evolves. That People evolving evolve. and changing is two different things. Okay. Cause it's not the same tradition. If 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 next year she decides to either Let's say she does cut the um the pieces off and now cooks the um the two ends. That's not our tradition. Our tradition, our tradition was to cut it off, throw it away. But that's because we couldn't. But do you understand? But that was the tradition. Because now she understands why. If, so now if, she's going to create a if, new tradition. Yeah, but it's still going to be new based off that tradition. New tradition. Okay. It's not the same one. It's similar. But it's not. It's Yo, based, the you only do not the like to be the, wrong. That has nothing to do with me being wrong. You're right. It's not even about being wrong. It has nothing to do with you me. You don't like to agree wrong. with me. No, that's not true either because I've agreed with you. But you, you what am In I saying? Because you agree with me right now. Okay. Is it not, if it's new, is it the same? Yes. If it's, huh? Because it's based off that same tradition, it just has evolved through time. Every tradition, because of our technology, our uh, way of life, how we were able to um, just navigate life, has changed and evolved so much. So traditions are going to evolve with them. They can still be in the same remembrance. The reason why we do this is because of this. We just tweaked it this way so we don't waste meat. Does it mean that we... She can stop cutting the ends if she wants to. That stops the tradition. The tradition is cutting the ends. Now she knows why. She probably thought it was just a cooking technique. Maybe she thought that the reason why the ham don't cook good on the ends. Maybe that's why she asked questions. She didn't understand why she was cutting the meat on the ends. But when she found out it was because it didn't fit, okay so now that i know that remember there's a generation before her that doesn't know (coughs) why they do it they was just doing it Mm -hmm. she's the one that's asking the questions Mm -hmm. so i don't see an issue with her now realizing that we could still cut the ends but we're gonna cook the rest of the meat ain't no reason to cook the rest of the meat i thought it was just because how you like the cooking nobody said it was an issue it's still a tradition it's not okay it's new all right okay (laughs) yep on my topic? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, so my topic is if you and your partner, your significant other, how you want to call them, your person, I call them my person, whatever, um, doesn't initiate sex, does that mean that they want you less? Um, I think it depends on what's surrounding it. Give me more. Like, um... If we, yeah, if we, hmm, let me backtrack. I'm gonna say no. No, that um, 
you know, mainly because it's because you don't initiate sex. That doesn't mean that that doesn't necessarily mean you don't want me. I think you only get there if you feel like everything else around you. If you don't feel wanted about everything else around you, like we're not hanging out, we're not talking. You'd rather be other places than here with me. Then you default back to the only thing that you know that you hope that you're not doing with other people is having sex, right? So if that's like the last thing that I got, and if I feel like you're not initiating that with me, then that's when I think the uh, the feeling of insecurity or the feeling of you don't want to be with me starts to kick in. All the other stuff has to happen first. So you're saying that this uh, this is a you problem that will end up. In- uh, manifesting itself within the relationship. Yeah. Um, and do you believe that the reason, like, no, well, I'm going to say, well, I can't say do you believe because I was going to give you a question that I already believe. I don't feel like everybody is a sexual person. Doesn't mean that they don't like sex. I just don't feel everybody is as sexual. No, that's that's very true. I agree with that too. I think um, in my mind when I when I hear that question, it's not just, it's, it's yes, I'm not talking about like you taking my pants off and whipping my junk out, I'd be like, fuck me. No. I'm saying, I'm thinking on some lines like, you don't even tell me I look good or like I'm attractive or anything like that to the point like, ooh, you doing it for me today. Like, damn, I don't get nothing? Mm. Like. You want to feel desired. Absolutely. Understood. Okay. Um. I think as a woman, as, well, I'm going to say for me, I am very, I'm usually like the aggressor with, with sex. Like I want it a lot. Um, but because of that, I do want to feel reminded that he wants me as much as I want him to. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think sometimes, especially with society and social media and the idea that you can have access to any type of woman that you want to at any point in time, like to know that you still are desired by your partner means a lot. So like, yes, the idea to be like, bring that ass over here. Like me, my, my ass. Let me scoot it over. Get it smacked. But yeah, I would want, I think, for me, and that's not only because I know that I'm I'm a, I'm a sexual person. So like, if I'm the only person that's always like I want it, I want it, I want it, I'm, I'm probably gonna feel some type of way that my man's not telling me that he wanted. Maybe I'll give him the opportunity to because I want it all the time. Um, but then it puts me in a position of. Is, but are I, you saying that you want it? He say no. And that's where I was gonna go into is that. I think that if he doesn't say no, I don't think I have a problem with it. I think that if he does say no, then I do. Because then then when do you want it? For sure. Right. And so that that was the follow-up question to it is that even if I don't initiate it, but I if when you initiate it and I still have sex with you, but is that still a problem? No. I kind of think that it is sometimes. Because... I want to put it like this. There'd be some times in the morning where I'm lazy, but I really want some dick. I, I like, I'm like, oh my God, just, just come over here. You already holding me. You feel me? I feel, you feel my ass wiggling on it. I feel the head of your penis. Like, just let's do this. But sometimes I feel like I have to be the initiator. And I'm just like, just, just come take, take, take it. I want it. I want you to initiate it. I want you to wake me up in the morning with dick in me. Like, well, good morning. 
Hello. But that's only with consent. Like if no one, if they say that you can't just be waking up, put the dick in them in the morning, don't, don't do that. That's not, everybody don't want it like that. You have to like consent to that. Um, and I've consented to that. And I like, I like to be able to wake up and be like, you was looking at me in the morning. You said, I want to, I want to put my penis in her. I like that. This one morning, <laughs> fine, whatever. This one morning, at any point in time. I had woke up and I was like, like I was like in the bed for, I had woke up and I didn't really move, but I was in the bed for at least like 10 minutes and like we didn't like really say nothing, but I felt like he was up too. And I had like tapped him like, cause usually like I'll turn over and I'll just like, you know, try to be sexy even though my breath might stink. And I'd be like, mm. And sometimes you have water, so in case I want to suck dick in the morning. But I was so lazy and I just like tapped him like on his thighs and I was like, I need some dick. Can you just, can we have sex? <laughs> I, I, I didn't even move. I just stayed right in that position. And I got it. It was really, I was like, thank you so much. But you guys, sometimes you got to say what you need. But it, I would, it would have felt so much better to know that he already knew what I needed. And he just did it. Like, sometimes you don't always want to ask for it. Like, when you're, especially when you're with somebody for so long, you should know that, like, I like getting my ass, you know. Nah. So what if that just never was them? And you know that. You're not my person like that. But I'm saying, like, if I, you're not. Like, if I know that that's the person that I'm with, I don't know how that's going to work out for me. But in that situation, if I was with that person, I would then have, have a dialogue with them. I would say, hey, babe, like, I know that you're not the person that always wants to maybe initiate sex, but this is what I need to feel wanted. Now, maybe there may be nights where... You may want it, and you don't need to say it because I'm already on go, but maybe still just trying to initiate that with me, letting me know that you want me like I want you. Just maybe you just want to eat my pussy today. Like, do things like that. Like, I need that. That's a part of me showing my intimacy, my love language, sitting on your face. Cool. I would talk to him about it. And I think that even though he may not do it all the time, I think that he would understand and register that it's something that I'm looking for and it may not be as consistent as I need it, but he, I think that if he's willing to work with me, he would do it at times. What do you think? Um, I think it's all about feeling. I don't think it's a... I don't know, the, the feeling of... Sorry, my foot hurts. My foot, no, my foot hurts. My foot hurts. Stop, Greg. Um... I think it's the, the, the feeling of want is is relative and it's like if you cause you're talking correct me if I'm wrong but you're talking more in, in the, the literal sense of nigga take me like you want someone to be aggressive like you want to be you want someone else to be the aggressor not you in certain, in some, sometimes. Uh, yeah, and sometimes. Right? Yes and no, because the just because you initiate doesn't mean you need to be the aggressor. Maybe you're just not the aggressor. But to know that you are letting me know that you want this still lets me, I can still be aggressive, but you're telling me you want me. It's not always on no, me I'm, to tell I'm saying, me that I want you. It's, okay, let me not use the word aggressor because take it out in the literal terms. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. Because I, I know what you're saying because I am the one that initiates it for the most part. But I'm saying is that like if he can still do it from time to time and him initiating it doesn't always need to mean that he still needs to uh, 
started initially, you know, like maybe he still get his dick sucked, but he's letting me know that he's he's on that type of time. I'm saying this is a is a relationship where I'm or I'm or you're always telling the person that like you ready to have some sex? You want me let me? I want to touch on you. Let's do it. Let's do it. And they never do it back to you. They never tell you that they want to have sex. That's with what you. I'm saying. That's all relative because you don't need to like for me, right? You don't need to tell me that you want to have sex with me. I don't need to hear, yo. No, I don't think that's not, but you don't have to actually say it. That's not, that's not the conversation. It's the idea of just initiating it, period. If you're the only person that's initiating it. and What's initiating one, it for you? Starting it in any type of way. Starting it like what? Give me, like, I need, like, uh. In any type. Kissing, rubbing, giving head, things like that. That person never does anything. You, so that's what I'm saying. You need, a, you're talking about the physical. What what, what what Because I'm saying the 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 the, the need to feel we're talking wanted. about initiating sex. We, that's what we're talking about initiating sex. I don't know if we we I don't know if you're. Going but that's not where the conversation feeling, started. No, the com. Yeah, my question is if so, your partner does not initiate sex with you, does that mean they don't want you as much? That's what I said. We're <sighs> talking about sex. We're talking about the physical act, Greg. We're not talking about no nothing else. We're talking about the idea of if I'm not saying, baby, I want to have sex with you, or I'm not touching you, or I'm not rubbing up on you, but every time that you rub up on me and you tell me that you want to have sex, I have sex with you, is that a problem? And I said no. Okay, and that's, that's where we're at. So I don't know where you're going, but... Men can see that if they always want to have sex with their partner, let's say men, maybe women may feel like this way too, that if I'm always initiating it and you're never showing me that you want me, how do I know that you actually want me that way? Maybe you don't find me sexually attractive. That can mess with someone's ego. Because it doesn't always need to be physical. That's what I'm, that's what I was, excuse me, that's what I was, that's what I was getting at. I'm saying like, you don't need to touch on me to let me know that I'm wanted. It's not about being okay. You're right. It is about being. I, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm the question at that is when your person doesn't, when they yeah, don't, if they don't if they don't do it ever, that's fine. They with don't me. do it ever. That's what I'm saying. But you're saying that you can still feel that they still want you even if they don't say or do anything about it. But I'm telling no, you, no, I didn't say if, not say. I said because you said the physical. If if my if my person never like touched on me to mm -hmm. initiate sex or anything like I mean of course to have sex physical stuff has to happen eventually don't get me wrong okay. but I'm saying like I don't me personally I don't need that I don't need them to initiate anything with me for me to feel wanted there's other ways that they can do there's other things that they can do to make me feel wanted Okay. Like that's, if I touch on you first and you quiver away, that's weird to me. Mm -hmm. Or I'm I'm big on like I said, you could tell me once, ooh, you look good. I feel wanted. But that's not the question. The question is, I said the and I answered the question. That's what I'm saying. I want to focus on just the physical aspect. And I answered of, it. I said if no. If I don't touch on you ever, if I don't let you, I don't tell you that you look good. I, I don't give you a sign that I. I'm sexually attracted. Just touching, right? We're talking about physical touching. Like We're talking about sex, Greg. You keep saying that, and I'm, I'm getting clarification, because you're saying what touch on you. You're saying to touch. No, Greg. I'm talking about just period. If, if I don't tell you, I, I could touch on you, Greg. There's so many different ways that somebody could tell you that they want to have sex with you, and I'm telling you that this is not happening. 
in any form or way, no eyes, no body language, no voice, no physical touch. I'm not doing nothing to let you know that I want to be in an intimate situation with you. But when you do any of that to me, I am on go because that's what you want. Does that make you feel like I want you less? No. Okay. Like that doesn't stuff like that just doesn't. Okay. It does for me. Um, I want my man to want me just as much as I want him. I want him to tell me like bring that ass over here. I don't want it to be that I always have to want to suck his day or oh I always want to have sex. Like I want to be with the person that is sexually compatible to me and my wants as well, and they want me just as much as I want them. The idea that I don't, the idea that they wouldn't want me as much as I would would want them would put me in a space where I'm not getting everything that I need from this individual because they don't want me like that. I don't like it. So do we, do we answer that question? Yeah. Cause I need to, cause now Go ahead, Greg. I just, I'm trying to, <laughs> something's just not very clear to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I think it's not even levels. Right. I'm just, let's just take it step by step. Mm-hmm. Physical. You need to be, you want, you want your person to physically initiate sex sometimes. He could uh, he could do it verbally too. Uh, but I'm asking for the physical. Of course. Yes. Right. Yes. And verbal. Yes. Right. Yes. So if let's say he never does the physical but only does the verbal. That's fine. He's still doing it. I'm talking about a person that's not doing it at all. Got it. Okay. They're that's not what I was doing nothing. About. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're doing one or the other, there's no issue in that because that's how the person communicates or whatever they need to do. Understood. But if someone's not doing it at all, how do you really know that they want it just as much as you want it? And they just not doing it to appease you. Understood. If you're not telling me, like, baby, I want you to fuck me tonight, and I'm always keep trying to tell you, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Who's fucking who? Fair. Yeah. That's what I got. Anything else for you? No, 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 no. Okay. Let's get out of here, Greg. Bye. And you got a longer episode than last time, so I'm going to say thank you if you're still here. Uh, welcome to the end of the show. We end every show with new dialogue. New dialogue is the time when we talk about something that we find interesting this week. Do you have anything? Um, I was watching some show on Paramount. I was actually watching it when I was at home minding my business. Um, I don't even remember the name of the show. Hold on, let me pull it up, y'all. I finished the whole season. It was crazy. Um, uh, I don't remember. No problem. I'll go. Um, my new dialogue is Nicki Minaj Drop Pink Friday 2. That shit is amazing. All the way amazing. All the way amazing. Let me say it again. All the way amazing. And she is predicted to sell 160,000 copies the first week, which makes her the highest rap album of the year so don't disrespect Nicki Minaj leave the queen alone she's the best female rapper of all time thanks man argue with yourself with the key. I feel like I'm gonna fail you guys cause I don't I don't know what the name of the show is it makes me sad cause 
it was about a high school and you find out that this girl got murdered and you find out she gets murdered because she's like a ghost like stuck in this place and you find out like the stories of the other people that may have gotten murdered at the school and she's trying to find out how she got murdered at the school and then spoiler alert find out she actually didn't get murdered she got possessed shit was crazy it was actually a pretty good show i don't remember i know this is really this is bad like i don't remember the name of don't play with me greg don't don't do that greg because i want to tell y'all the name of the show so bad I want to, like, even Google it. Um, Watch all the shows on Paramount Plus. You'll find it. I want to see a new Godzilla movie. Say it again? I want to see a new Godzilla movie. There's a lot of movies to see. Uh, it's called School Spirits. Fuck, I found it. It's called School Spirits. Um, I thought it was, like, a movie that I could have just, like, played, like, as I was, like, doing whatever I needed to do. Um, but it ended up being a show, and I actually really, like... Get locked in because I wanted to know what was going on and so many things that was happening but if you have time if you have energy if you like a little bit of a ghost story that but you thought it was a murder and you kind of like true crime it was just pretty good um for me so tap into that uh that's it that's all I got that was all she wrote yes again it's called school spirits um, thank you so much for making it this far. We've enjoyed you enjoying us as we continue this just the conversation book. Great, don't do that. But thank you, our first, last, all the time. Stay on time, won't be on time, but check us out when you have time. Listeners, Greg, you want to let them know how they can find you and how they can find us? Sure, at GregDustin26 on X and Instagram. And follow the pod at just the convo underscore pod on X, TikTok, and Instagram, and watch us on YouTube at Just a Conversation with Greg and Gigi on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Amazon. Great. And my amazing individuals, you can find me. I like it a little itchy. I don't like it. You can find me, my amazing individuals, on X, formerly known as Twitter, at GCarly7, and that's GQ. A-R-L-Y and the number seven. And if you forgot today, if someone didn't tell you today, if we needed to be reminded that you that nigga or bitch or person or they's today, Greg and I want you to know that we want you to go be great. And not at the same time. Alright, just the first G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G